Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. First-time feature filmmaker Rebecca Beba Hunt undertakes an unflinching exploration of her own identity in the remarkable coming-of-age documentary and cinematic memoir called Beba. Reflecting on her own childhood and adolescence in New York City as the daughter of a Dominican father and a Venezuelan mother, Rebecca investigates the historical and societal and generational trauma that she's inherited and ponders how these ancient wounds have shaped her. The film, again, is called Beba, and we're joined today by the director, Rebecca Hunt. Rebecca, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you so much. Uh, It's a pleasure to be here, Mike. Thank you for having me. So thrilled to have you join us today because this is a film, it is an obviously a very personal, very heartfelt exploration of family and our, our place in family, our place in the world, um, but it also, there's this universality to it in the sense that I don't know of anyone who has experienced a family, family life that doesn't feel in some manner of speaking some degree of the things that are you talk about so honestly in your film. It's just beautifully done. At what point did you decide you wanted to do this film? Where were you in your life when you said, I I think I want to do something like this? I was 23. So 23. I just graduated from college. I was sort of graduating into a very specific climate in in this country and then also a very specific climate in my own home with my family, just, you know, kind of moving, having come from this idyllic school into uh, back into the one bedroom apartment for a bit. And um, and just, you know, that shock of the real world after you graduate from college. It was like that moment where I was like, whoa. The period of time you're describing is the time of Trayvon Martin and coming to terms, America beginning or once again grappling with race in this country. And another part of what you descri- just described is in my own life, this is about the time I got out of college and I, and I started to look at my parents as real people. If I had met them on the in the street, what would my sense of them be? It's that beginning to kind of understand that part, and that's what this feels like. And some, I don't want to, I don't want to be presumptuous here, but it feels like that's part of what what you were going through as well. I think mainly, one hundred percent, because you know we experience like it, it's yeah, mainly so. For me as a human being, it was mainly that looking at my parents, looking at my family, looking at myself. And I think it's it's such an important part of our development as people, whether we realize it or not, at some point, we do have to come to grips with this. Who are these people? And what what have they brought to my life, the good and the bad? And again, this is part of your film. And when I I hesitate to describe it as completely as a documentary, it it feels it's, it's more personal. I don't know exactly. How would you describe the format, if you will, the more formal format of what we're watching in BEPA? I do feel like, I mean, I think it plays with a lot of different things and it plays with different genres. I think it definitely plays with narrative and documentary, but I would personally describe it as an experimental documentary. And I feel like maybe there's people that would disagree and be like, well, it's not as experimental as you think, which I've been told. 
But I mean, the level of experimentation that I was doing for me, it's an experimental documentary. Well, I want to go back. Thank you for because I wanted to kind of give people an, a sense of it. The film is coming out here in Los Angeles at the Lemley Theaters uh, on June 24th. So I just want to get that out there so people listening to our conversation will have an opportunity to go and see this very quickly in in, in theaters and beyond. Yes, and I'll be there. I'll be in L.A. Okay. Some- Let's go back to this family life. And you, as you're beginning to understand what what the impact they they've had on your life beyond the fact that they raised you and brought you into this world and all those particulars the actual kind of psychological aspect of these these relationships getting your family to buy into doing this what was that process like for you none of us knew that this film would be the level of it's been a privilege to see how this film has resonated with other people but in terms of like getting them to be on screen and chat, it was just like, you guys, I think I'm working on a film, but it was like, it was over eight years. So I think yeah. over, after a while they were like, okay, she's working on her film. You know, <laughs> it's like, they had no idea what it would become or that you, people would actually watch it. And I knew what it would become because I had a vision for it, but I didn't know that people would actually watch it, which is pretty awesome. That people- <laughs> you knew what? about the end product. You knew what it what you wanted it to be is kind of this open diary, a reflection on life. What is what did you know when you say that? I knew what I ter- like I knew artistically like what I wanted to experiment with. Okay. I knew that I wanted to use film and as soon as I was able to get the funds for that, I did it. I knew that I wanted it to be honest and authentic. And that I wanted it to be an avenue for connecting with other humans. And in my head, like I'd watch it a lot and, and that would change. But I definitely, there was definitely a vision for sure. You saw it. You saw yeah. that, would you? Okay. So you're, we see some conversations with your dad and, and we see your conversation with your mom uh, and your sister and all of the travails and life, what is life is dealt them in their lives in the making of this how much of it was revelatory to you how much of their life experiences did you just come upon at that moment or that you knew of in part what sort of in terms of has as you grew over these eight years your understanding i'm sort of the evolution of you over that period of time as well as in your relationships with them there were so many things that i when I was talking to them, there were things that I had learned about them. And some of them weren't even like stories. It was just like personality things. Like my father is so comfortable in front of the camera and I would have never thought that. And my mother's really not uncomfortable in front of the camera. And in real life, my mother is the outgoing one and my father is usually like the shyer one. So mm-hmm. that was interesting to me. And then also like, as I grew, as I grew, because I started this film in my early twenties and it ended in my late to mid twenties, like the film, the actual film, like the subject, she's still like, it took me until, cause it's very meta. It took me until I was like 30 to finish this film, 30, 31 to finish this film. I worked on it for eight years, but the, and I finished it last year. So the actual subject though, like she's sort of like the film stops, like the actual content stops when I'm like 27 or 28. So around 27. So like the more that I grew, I was also learning things about them and noticing things and realizing. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. Okay. And there's another thing in that answer, and that is, at what at one point did you start to see Rebecca twenty three as a character, not so much where you were in at twenty seven or at thirty one? Did 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 that sort of did you see yourself in the in the context of this these this circle of people? And that you were a you were another character in this circle, or how did that sort of play out? Well, that's what's that was an interesting um, experience because you know usually people make documentaries about themselves like twenty years or fifty years later, and I feel like it was a very meta experience for me to make it in real time and then slowly grow. I was forced into this process of self acceptance that I think for most people might happen like way later in life. But because I was making this and I knew that I wanted to make something that was bigger than myself and, yeah. and in terms of what I wanted to show and I just kind of had to let go. I had to shed a lot of things and there's stuff in there when I'm like, like, even though I started at 23, there's stuff in there from when I'm young. Yeah. Like there's a, there, my first film is in there and I shot that when I was 15. So, you know, and then there's some stuff there from when I'm in college and so it was really interesting because I feel like I had to, and you know, in your 20s, every single year is like an astronomical growth spurt. It's like you're not the same when you're 23 as when you're 24 as when you're 25. Right. So I think I just had to like watch certain things and understand that this was my reality at that time and be yeah. like, Rebecca, you can't change it. And sort of having a team around me that was helpful with that too, like my editor, Isabel. She'd just be like, well, like this, you know, like this is this is what it was at that moment. And I'd be like, yep, we got to keep going. Yeah. Speaking of your team, you you did surround yourself with a ter uh, terrific team of people. So I'd like to point out Sophia Geld as your producer and her experience in in this realm of not only documentary work, but also this kind of a, a, a project. So sort of a an examination of people and their interactions and, and how they grow um how did she come aboard for you her and I went to college together yeah and so we kind of just were having a really long conversation when we were both 23 and it turned into like yeah we we're gonna make this like let's do it <laughs> that's awesome you know those kind of conversations I remember from from college you know, we I'd say things like five years from now, I am going to be here. I know that this is and these trajectory of life things that you bring into conversations, because for a lot of people, the world is in front of them. They they feel like they're this is it. And I love the way that the film starts when you say this is my part. And then we get into that part of the film, then it morphs into more and more revelatory. It's a beautifully done film on a lot of levels, not only the fact that you share so much about your own life and in your family's life, but again, as I said, when we started the universality of it all, you know, with a bear, it's not just, it's not just the sitting around the dinner table or, or going on vacation. It's all of it. It's all of it. And everyone brings to the party, a distinct set of fears and expectations and, and goals in life. And this is the stuff, the history, the history of the, our parents never told us, or our grandparents never told our parents, but you know happened. Totally. totally. You know, you know happened. A hundred percent. Like there's even like unspoken things to what you've said. 
so profound absolutely and I thank you so much for saying that because it is supposed it is meant to be something that is universal and for everybody there there's things that are hinted at but never explained and those are the things that f you up as much as anything that life deals you is the not knowing absolutely well I'm so glad I'm so glad you made the film because I as I said I think this is going to resonate with a lot of people for a lot of reasons, not the least of which it's a well-done film, beautifully told. Uh, film is coming out, Beva is coming out on June 24th here in Los Angeles at the Lemley Theater. So be looking for this. My congratulations to you. You've got this wonderful release through Neon, which is a terrific film distributor. They're amazing. Yeah. Rebecca Hunt, thank you so very much for spending time with us and for this beautiful film, Beva. Thank you so much, Mike. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. Thank you.